Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome Hi. to a new episode of ADHD Explorers. Today, we have the lovely Bee, who's going to teach us about ADHD parenting. Parenting when you're an ADHD. Welcome, Bee. Hi, how are you? Super good. Super good. So, let's get some knowledge installed in our brains. Um, like... What's it like being an ADHD and a parent? Uh, well, it is, it's, it's obviously very challenging at times, but I think in some ways it makes things like easier mm -hmm. and kind of more fun. Like, yeah. I think like a lot of my friends without ADHD are much more like serious parents. I'm kind of like a more goofy, fun parent, go with the flow kind of thing and I think that's always helpful yeah like I've seen you with your kids and I think especially with Kenna I think something that I love is like the way that you're like okay we're having big feelings now and you like get it to breathe with you and like yes. it's really sweet and I feel like because you probably feel those big feelings as well so you can like understand a bit more like what it's like yeah just the specific and then as a three-year-old it's like everything is like a hundred times as big right yeah my <laughs> Ther my therapist um, that I used to have told me that, like, for me, falling down and skinning my knee, I've done that so many times. But for her, that's the first time. That's the worst injury of her life. So it is actually a big deal. So it helps, like, that kind of thinking helps me a lot with her. And then when I got, before I got diagnosed, I found it really, really difficult to control my temper when my kid was, like, throwing a tantrum or if I was, like, in a task, you know, the ADHD hyper-focus. Mm. So if I'm in that zone and he would try to talk to me, I would get so upset. And then once I got the diagnosis and I could recognize that in myself and, like, how that feels in my mm. body, then it was so much easier to, like, parent him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you got your diagnosis, like, you have two kids, a 14-year-old mm -hmm. and a 3-year-old, right? So did you get diagnosed between them? Yeah, okay. my son was eight years old <laughs> oh, when, or nine years old when I got diagnosed. So um, those first nine years were a lot more challenging than the last, like, seven years. So, wow. yeah. And what it was your story with ADHD? Like, how did you know that you were diagnosed? Um, I got diagnosed. I went through, like, a very traumatic event. I ended up almost dying and had PTSD and everything, and I went, and they – we're like, there's so much wrong with you. Like, we have to find out all of the things that are wrong. And they, like, did this huge, like, weeks-long assessment. It was crazy. Mm. And they finally came back, and you, they were like, you have all of these things. And, and ADHD was, like, one of the top ones. They're, like, very high ADHD. Mm. Um, and then, like, my BPD I and PTSD I worked on. So those are a lot, like, those you can kind of heal from and deal with but ADHD as you know is there forever so um yeah that's it it just ended up popping up in just like other with other diagnoses mm -hmm. and I I had been told my mom was told when I was a young kid like we think she has ADHD but she was like no she's a straight-A student she's great in school she's like you know on track but every report card was like she talks too much she doesn't know how to sit still she's Distracts up the distracting other kids, other kids. yes <laughs> So, I mean, I feel like if I had have known then, that would have been a lot more helpful. But it wasn't a surprise. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so then how do you think, like, it's, you said,
Did you think, Shannon, where your door goes? Yes. I'm Manny Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you can call her Kenny. It's yeah. okay. It's just a person. Yeah. <laughs> just like, okay, you can name your daughter on the podcast. Addy, yeah. no um, could you come yeah. a little bit closer to the mic? Um, is potentially have ADHD, right? How do you think that will affect how you parent her? I, well, when I got the diagnosis, I started really looking into it. And then I, you know, I got into yoga and I'm a yoga teacher. And so all of that, I think, has really set me up to be a really good parent for Kenna. Mm. So I think my diagnosis and will help with her diagnosis because I'm sure she'll get it eventually. And um, now I just lost my train of thought. But it sounds like you're doing... What was I saying? Sorry, go ahead. It, sorry, it sounds like you're... Addy, if you could just come a little bit closer to the mic because you're way quieter, you know, just to balance it. So I was going to say, B, um, it sounds like you're really approaching, you know, in the way that you've healed your own trauma from PTSD and you've, you've become, it sounds like you've become very aware of your sensations in your body and you use that as a kind of, you know, forecast for your emotions in it so you can... Uh, mm -hmm. Feel them in advance and be prepared for, like, take action on whatever helps. Is that, would you say that that's what I'm seeing? I'm like, it's really cool that you've implemented yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I learned that actually in yoga teacher training. So we were taught, when teaching other people, we were taught um, if you, to calm down your brain when you're having, you know, a panic attack or freaking out. You have to first calm down your body. That's the easiest way. You can't calm your body and your mind at the same time. You have to pick one and mm. focus on that. So when I get really anxious or stressed out, I start, like, fidgeting and I can't sit still. So I will work on, like, feeling all the sensations in my body and check in, do my deep breathing, as Addie has mm. seen me do many times. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's definitely, like, the number one thing for me is working with my body and then my brain just will eventually calm down <laughs> so. how do you wow. find that's so cool managing like when you are having those moments uh like and the kids are being a lot at the same time like how do you balance that because you have to <laughs> sometimes really be like i need to work on me overwhelm right now yeah <laughs> so my kid's three now it's, she's a lot easier to talk to so yeah. i will literally say like Kenna, you're screaming in mommy's ear, and I can't hold you if you're screaming in mommy's ear. So we can either take some deep breaths together or look at some pretty colors together, or I can put you down and give you space, but mommy needs you to not scream in my <laughs> ear. And then I give her the choice, wow. and if she just keeps screaming, I just put her in a safe space and walk away for, like, usually less than five minutes mm -hmm. and just breathe because... I don't, with my son before the diagnosis, I would just snap and be like, oh, just stop. Just get away from me. Yeah. And I hate that. And I don't like being like that. And I don't think that's fair to a kid. Mm -hmm. So now that I know that it's just an ADHD symptom, I can deal with it a lot easier. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Like being aware of your own. And you have to manage yourself to be able to manage Put your own breathing mask on first. You know, Seriously, yes. <laughs> Sometimes I'll even say, like, can you help mommy breathe? I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Aww. Yeah, because if she's wow. screaming, it is a lot to deal with. When it, like, you've heard her. It's, she's very loud. She's definitely my child. <laughs> so 
Um, I'll say, like, mom, mommy's getting really frustrated. Can mm. you just breathe with me? And she'll be like, all right. And then, like, the other – I actually fell the other day and got hurt, and she was like, it's okay. Take a deep breath. So, obviously, oh. it's working. <laughs> so, yeah. It's this really makes my sweet. heart so warm. Like, I think um, <laughs> I think I was raised by a parent that didn't oh, hold quiet. my emotions and wasn't present for my emotions. And I think from that, I've got a bit of weird trauma and stuff. So to hear that you can talk to your child about their emotions and you can sit and be present and even share your emotions clearly is really... It's like you're breaking that chain they, that they talk about of the generational trauma, la, la, la. That's, um, sorry. That's why I think it's so important for every parent to go through therapy because I, my son, he would not say, he would say that I do not sit with my feelings. Now, obviously different, but when he was little, like, I, we didn't do that. I just was like, ew, stop crying. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to deal with it. I was like, because I was not raised by humans. Like, they were just like be feral do your thing and so like I didn't know what I was just like ew stop if I made a sound as a kid it was bad mm. so I didn't know how to deal with it and so go I made the conscious choice to stop like I was like I can't keep doing this to my kid and I knew I wanted more kids and I just I didn't think I was a good enough mom back then so that's part of why so I'm sorry that you went through that though that's very hard my son also feels the same way I think Wow. Well, it's amazing to hear that you know both sides because some people who are just so smooth with emotions and things like that don't know how to describe it. But the fact that you've gone from not knowing to knowing is amazing. Um, but one thing I'd love to know is what you do when you breathe. Like, please share that with us. Oh, OK. Well, I'm a yoga teacher, so I like to teach <laughs> people how to breathe. So um, the first thing is to find like a comfortable seat. I like to sit on the floor because it's more grounding, but we're in chairs, so it's okay. Um, make sure your feet are flat. You can feel the ground in some way. And you're just going to breathe from your stomach, and you're going to breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. Hold at the top. And one more. And then you can just calm your breathing and breathe a little bit more natural, but just keep the rhythm and just feel your breath in your body. <laughs> it's just like a pause. It is, yeah. And it kind of gives you, know you a what? chance to read so nice to do. your emotions, not not like a way, but just so you can deal with them a little bit better. Mm, putting you like from the bridge going back into the arms thing. Yeah. Or like arms down to bring you here. Like now I can verbalize my feelings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so it's very helpful. But so often so we need that yeah. emergency yeah. button to be like, whoa, put the brakes on. Because we're like so... Yeah. adrenalized and the stress hormones just freaking freak out flood the brain and we have like this like yeah. little slim little then your chance fight or to be like fight responses 
yeah, it gives you just a chance to kind of reset the moment. Actually, my friend um, that we were with at the Little Pride event, mm -hmm. um, she went home and used it on her girlfriend, the breathing technique. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's catching on. <laughs> just take a breath. <laughs> yeah, I think we all just need that reminder sometimes. <laughs> right? I should get a tattooed on me. Just, just breathe. breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, something I would love to know about like how do you manage someone said you have a list of how to do laundry but I think <laughs> basically the expansion of that would be like how I find it hard enough to like deal with my own life and mess and all those things it's and the yeah. probably the hardest part yeah honestly <laughs> um I also so I'm like messy naturally but I hate living in mess yeah, okay. I think we all do. Right? So I have to have my house clean or I can't, like, study or write or teach yoga. So it's we'll start there. So that is super fun. And I live with two children who are just like me. And they leave their stuff. My daughter actually will take stuff and just throw it. Like, that's – like, a, like she takes her crayons and breaks them and then throws them and thinks that's hilarious. So you chase it, right? And then you chase her around and you're cleaning. So I always, my house is always a disaster. I will be until they're a little bit older. Yeah. Um, and I try to have a schedule though. Like I try every other day to do laundry because mm. you have to with the children. And I try like once a week, I do like a huge bathroom clean. And once a week I do like a deep clean of each room basically. Mm -hmm. um, but of course I have ADHD. So it just, sometimes there's no big cleans for like <laughs> weeks. And then other times it's like the house has to stay spotless every single day. So yeah. not well, I feel like <laughs> I don't manage that that well. That's probably my biggest weakness. Yeah. Do you feel like, you, it sounds like you're pretty good at just being like, it's okay because I have ADHD and I'm like accepting that I'm. I just say know. it's okay. I have a toddler. Yeah, have if you don't toddler. like it, get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, come and clean it then. I don't know. I'm busy. I'm yeah, a student. I feel like when I came to your house, you like apologized that it was a bit messy. I was like, um, it's fine. <laughs> like, you have two kids and also, like, my house is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Same. It's hard. It's hard. And then my son, um, he, like, he'll leave his dishes everywhere, and then I also leave my dishes everywhere. So then, But every single night, I do go around the whole house, and any dishes have to go in the sink. That's my rule. I don't know. It's a silly rule, but wow, we have mice cool. at home, so I'm like, there's no food allowed out. Um, yeah, it's hard to do, though. I feel like laundry is the worst chore in the history of the world, though. It's like, I, I personally, I find dishes to be work, but I get, like, laundry is just so many things. It's like, you have to pack the clothes up, and then you have to put the clothes in the washing machine, and then you have to put the clothes from the washing machine to the dryer, and then you have to take them out, and then you have to fold them right? and put them away. Like, it's just, like, so many tasks. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Who has time? Who I don't has know. Time? Especially when you have, like, kids. Like, right? It's just... Yeah. And the, the laundry is never ending. It's never ending. And we're potty training, so even more laundry. So <laughs> this is staying wow. happening. Yes. She's doing good. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how do you do your business, <laughs> routine? Like how how do you remember it? Do you have a wall with it on or something? I write it down. I have to write everything down. Everything is like on calendars in my phone. I have like a physical whiteboard calendar. I have like a weekly whiteboard calendar. I have a bullet journal and I have online multiple <laughs> calendars. Yeah, it's 
Yes. And I still forget. I forgot I was doing this podcast today. <laughs> until I text you. Yeah, until I was tagged in a post. And I was like, hmm, I totally knew I was coming to that. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> this is why I stayed up with Molly. This <laughs> yes, thank you. Because <laughs> Ben's like, it looks like text everyone. Even with the calendar invites, I'm like, podcast recording today. Yes. <laughs> like, just checking. Yeah. We all have ADHD, so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I managed, for some reason, that part of it, I, like, manage okay. That's good. And then there's, like, other sides that just, like, fall apart. When when my son was really little, like, in this, like, ages, like, kindergarten to grade six, you're just, you're so busy. Like, kids have so much going on. Like, mm. different sports and different activities and different school things. Like, that was so hard to manage like you have to remember so much and forms have to be sent in always new things and money has to be sent in by this day and like you have to bake on this day and it's just like it's so many things that's why I got started bullet journaling because I just it would be impossible and you're a single parent so you find like doing that is kind of x-fold because that's easier that's easier you think it's so hard to because <laughs> you don't have to deal with another person. Yeah, <sighs> they. In my experience, I'm sorry, ex-husband. Um, <laughs> it's more work to take care of a husband than it is to take care of a kid. I don't have time. That's more laundry, more dishes, more cleaning, more remembering things. I don't. I just don't have like the bandwidth for it yeah. right now. Like you can take care of me or nothing. No, that's good. Or just leave me alone. I have two children. They're enough for me. Um, yeah, it's easier. Easier yeah. alone. That's interesting because I feel like some people would say, but I, I guess it depends. Like if you have, obviously, the ideal spouse. Oh, yeah. Who is like reminding you to do things and like helping you. Oh, with that would be nice. You know I don't know. I've never met one of those. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure that they're out there nice spouses, but I've never had helpful ones. I'm sorry. My ex is very nice. He's a nice person. I'm not. It's just. It wasn't for you. Not for me. (laughs) I wasn't for him. So. Um, Go ahead, Ben. I would love to ask, um, like in an ADHD house, there's obviously a lot of uh, emotions. And then there's the skill you have of managing emotions. What would you say the other foundational skills of an ADHD parent are? along with, like, organizing and expanding your bandwidth by using tools like bullet journals and calendars. What would you say with the other skills that are required? Um, I think flexibility is really, really important just as a parent in general, but mm. even more with ADHD because we forget so much stuff, I think. Like, yeah. we have to always be like, oh, well, we can adapt. It's fine. Yeah. We got this. And you kind of have to roll with the flow. Mm-hmm. It's Go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Throw with the punches. Roll yeah. With <laughs> roll with the flow. That's my new thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, with emotions, like, you never know with kids what is going to happen. Like, it could be, you know, the same thing every day, and then the 20th day, something sets them off differently and everything like that. So you just kind of have to adapt and mm-hmm. deal with it and just roll with it, I think. What do you think is Oh, um, oh, so many things. Um, I think maybe how much I've learned about myself, honestly. Um, and the growth, I think, 
to be a good parent, you have to grow so much. And I think mm-hmm. that's my favorite part because before I had my son, whew, I was just a very different person. Mm-hmm. And I like didn't ever really like love anybody or be attached to anyone. Mm-hmm. And then I had this little tiny human and I have never like the love is crazy. It's so intense, <laughs> terrifying, honestly. And because of that, I've just continuously wanted to be like a better version of me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, my son's very intelligent also, so he's always teaching me, like, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. He's so much smarter than anyone I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Emotionally intelligent, too. Like, he'll straight up be like, well, you're acting kind of out of pocket today. Like, I don't know what this wow. attitude is. And, like, I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I taught him to speak out for himself, so it bites me in my ass a little bit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's good. Always learning and growing as a mom. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, I guess, like, what is, what do you think the hardest part of being an ADHD parent? Um, just the constant, like, someone's always just constantly there and needing you mm-hmm. and touching you. And, you know, when you get in your little hyperfocus of ADHD and you don't really want to be talked to, you just kind of want to do your thing. I, for me anyways, I like mm-hmm. to be completely alone, have music. My thoughts are going, like, a mile mm-hmm. a minute in there. <laughs> just leave me alone and you never get that as a mom like they always mm. like you say oh I'm just gonna do my makeup for 10 minutes uh one of the things we were going through was just like what makes um being an ADHD parent harder do you think or like what is one of the hardest things for you um yeah just that someone is always there and yeah, always yeah, needing your like attention and and it has to be like undivided attention like yeah. you can't half-ass it with like a little three-year-old because she's like excuse me like give me full attention like if she's like play with me and you have a little toy you can't also be looking at your phone or doing something and yeah. I have to do eight things at once <laughs> to enjoy my life like I can't just sit there and play with dolls <laughs> that's it's not enough stimulation, I guess. But I do. I just have to power through. Yeah. And someone's always there, like, pulling on your clothes or touching you or just always needing you. And I think that's really challenging because I need, like, time to recharge alone mm. with, like, no person mm-hmm. at all near me. I want to put my, like, ear, ear plugs and, like, my eye cover and, like, yes. be under a heavy blanket. <laughs> yes. But you don't get that. No. So I do a little bit now because she's getting older. Um, so like she does go to bed at eight thirty now, which mm-hmm. and she sleeps through the night pretty much. Thankfully, yeah. finally. <laughs> so, but now I stay up so late because it's my only time alone. So now I stay up to like midnight. And then she's up again at what? Five. Oh. Yeah. God. So, yeah, and she doesn't nap. So there's no like nap cuddles anymore. So that's kind of hard. But I get my time to like recharge, which I think is more important. Yeah. sleep I guess <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah, I mean it's like you need both and then um hopefully like as she gets older and she's like, more freedom gets more independent and like yes. starts going to school or daycare or whatever she starts preschool ah. in September she's going to a little Montessori preschool Yay. so yes and they're focused on like being active and movement and children doing things themselves mm-hmm. and you know that's how like she's being raised so mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good fit I think yeah so two hours I get freedom three days a week I'm very excited um someone else asked did you get your child tested for ADHD um 
No, because not my eldest yet, because um, I left that up to him, and he's not interested in getting the testing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's old enough to make those choices, his medical choices by himself, as long as it's not life-threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't, and for my daughter, she we're waiting on her citizenship. So oh, okay. medi- yeah. medical is not free right now. Oh, okay. Because we're waiting for the paperwork. You can't get the health card until you have the paperwork. So uh, that's a lot of money out of pocket. So when she gets her citizenship card or whatever paperwork this year, yeah. then she'll be getting tested and we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you can start thinking from, like, the strategy if you've got no paperwork. I, yeah. I mean, I do them anyways just because it's helpful. I think even for neurotypical I hate that yeah. word but people I think it's helpful for everyone to kind of have those little strategies in place so yeah that's true I think because I, I started implementing you know like bullet journaling and like the self care tips that are like non medication stuff and before yes. I got my diagnosis and even now actually I just had a call with my doctor last week and he's like because you're not working right now like I wouldn't recommend going on meds Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because like, uh, you can just, like, end up hypoglycemia on, like, random stuff. Oh, like, no. Like, just, like, our only stuff to do in life is, like, drink hypoglycemia, I guess. <laughs> but, sure. Um, <laughs> Love but, it. yeah, like, those non-medication tactics, like, mm-hmm. some of the things my mental health benefits yeah. regardless of whether or not. Yeah, definitely. And, like, being in a routine is so helpful yeah. if you have ADHD. So that's, like, and children, regardless of whether or not they have ADHD, should be on a routine anyways. Yeah. So that's already, I think it will just be easier for her if she just always knows, yes or no, if she has ADHD or not. I don't know. For me, it was so helpful when I learned. Yeah. So yeah. if she has those tools right from the beginning and the help and, you know, you can get help at school if they're diagnosed, yeah, but exactly. you can't if they're not. I just want to set her up for as much, like, success as humanly possible. So. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, so, I know your uh, your son didn't want nothing from Bite. I still think this question is so sweet, and I'd love to know what you think his answer would be. Okay. It's, what do you like the most about your mom? Oh, God, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even think. I don't know. He's not. He's 14, so, like, nothing yes. probably. <laughs> Maybe my music taste. Yeah, like you share that. Yes, like I really like rap and hip hop music, and yeah. he likes it. So um, our playlists are really similar. <laughs> but I like I mostly annoy him and embarrass him, and I'm like, I mean that I I think like just leave me alone. Yeah, regardless of whether your mom has ADHD or not, whether you are or not, you're gonna be annoyed by your parents when you're 14. For sure, yeah. for sure. I'm sorry, I don't have like a cute, sweet answer for that. You would just be like, ew, nothing, get away like, from go me. Away, mom. <laughs> don't you're ask. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like that would be me as well if I was a young parent. I would just be like, because I'm like an annoying dog mom. And like, Are you? Yeah, I, I think mean, you're a really good dog mom. I really like how you treat your dogs, actually. I treat her like a human but that's why yeah. she's a good girl. Yeah. Like, she's such a good kid. Her and my toddler were, like, the same yeah, exactly right. level of crazy. It was awesome. <laughs> they got along really well. <laughs> well, the same. yeah, I mean... Is there anything else you want to add about, like, what the parenting experience has been like for you? Um, I just think maybe 
everyone should just be kind to themselves mm. and understand that every single parent is going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like, every single one of us will fuck up our kids some way. Yeah. And do your best. Be kind to them and apologize when you do something shitty. I think that's, like, number one parenting advice. Mm. If you do something wrong, you have to apologize or else how are your kids going to learn that? Yeah. Um, but give yourself grace. Just like you give your kids grace for messing up. You hope that parents give themselves grace yeah. and grow and, you know, learn from it. That's it. That's all. Sweet. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And, um, anyone who's listening, thank you. We love you. Thanks. Um, and if you are interested in any of our, like, self workbooks that we have on the website you can use the code uh, ADHD Explorers or just Explorers I think um, <laughs> you can get 10% off we have like a cookbook which is really useful oh, cute. Uh, yeah like helped me sometimes I get bored with cooking yes. and like a cleaning worksheet as well mm, um, and yeah. so yeah you can get uh, 10% off on the website and please like like subscribe all those things give us a rating so that more people can listen to great people like me Yay, do it. And also follow me on Instagram, Be The Yogi. Be The Yogi. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.